All right. Welcome back to Marketing Like a Mother and welcome back to our five-part series where we are giving some super simple, easy to implement tips for productively chasing your shiny ideas. So yesterday we talked about how you need to stop and assess your shiny idea before just jumping headfirst into it with everything you got. And today we're going to get a little bit into how to actually plan your approach. So once you have this shiny idea, you assess and decide like, yes, this does fit in with my business and who I am and where I want to go with things. What's the next step from there? Do you just go all gung-ho into it? No, we're going to say that you stop and plan a little bit. Yeah. And planning can be kind of overwhelming if you just dive straight in. So what we encourage you to do is really like set yourself time and like a container to do this planning. This is not something that should be like taking over your entire day. Really just give yourself like a small container to think through what you need to achieve this thing, the tech you need, the time you need, the budget you need, maybe like extra personnel, extra resources you're going to need to pull this thing off and just list it out. And we really just want to break it down into like logical chunks that that project of doing the thing is going to take. And it doesn't have to be high level. It doesn't have to be super detailed. We have a whole podcast about how our different brains work. And I highly encourage you to listen to that. Um, All about I'm a bottom up thinker. Olivia is a top down thinker. We talk about kind of how we plan based on how our brains work. But while you're in this sort of planning process, Really let your brain work the way it likes to work in terms of mapping out what it would look like for you to achieve the thing, however that feels doable and achievable for you. So for me, I just dump out like a giant to-do list with no real sense of order or logic to it because I'm a bottom-up thinker. I see details first. And Olivia kind of comes at it the other way with like the goals and breaking those goals down into smaller objectives and then the objectives down into like tasks. So whichever of those feels like you is your flavor of thinking, definitely set yourself some time and break it down into chunks, whatever those chunks look like. And even if you're not a natural planner, this is still a really, really important step. I know a lot of people who will hear planning and just be like, yeah, no, I don't want to do that. We're just going to get get right into it. But when you stop and actually um, come up with some sort of plan, it doesn't have to be written in stone, by the way. You can adjust as you get going and things shift and change. But when you sit and actually plan out, okay, how much time am I really going to need to, to put this idea into action? And then how much time is it going to take once I get it actually up and running? Um, how much of a budget do I really need for this? How does that fit in around my schedule as it currently is? You know, what do I need to shift? Do I want to make any shifts to make it fit in? You know, how is this actually going to fit in with all of my offers and how do I work that? How do I just work that out? When you can have some sort of game plan for what you're doing, it's going to make the rest of the steps go so much easier. And it's really going to help you to productively chase this super shiny idea without dropping the ball on everything else or getting partway through and coming up to a hurdle or something and something else shiny comes along. And so you jump and chase the other shiny thing. When you have kind of this game plan and even a schedule or some sort of idea of what you're going to do, steps one through whatever, it's really going to help you to make the most progress possible. 
Um, and I will say that this is something that, uh, as a perfectionist, I can struggle with a little bit because I tend to want things to be perfect the first time I get them out. So when I'm planning for something and I want to get it going, like I, I will take forever just doing the first few steps. I will get stuck in step one until I get it perfect and before moving on to step two. But the problem with that is there is no such thing as perfection, right? So we'll just stall ourselves indefinitely. So Michelle and I are both very, very big advocates for the MVP method. So the minimally viable product method. So as you're planning your approach, kind of keep this in mind of what is the minimal viable product of whatever it is you can put out. What's the minimal thing you can put out that is actually going to help your ideal audience get the most results possible. There's going to help you get the most from whatever the shiny thing is you're chasing. And that's also like, sorry to just interrupt no, because go for I it. feel very passionate about the MVP thing. And that doesn't have to mean it's a minimal in the terms of like the outcome you're giving people, the results you're giving people. It just needs to be the simplest, most paired back way to see if this works, see if this resonates with your audience, see if it's going to be a good fit for you in practice. And then inevitably, when we create something, we are creating somewhat in an isolated container. We need to get it in the hands of real people to see how they feel about it, see how they use the tools, the assets, the whatever you've created, get their feedback and integrate that. That's kind of part of the product making process, but also I think in terms of services, in terms of free offers, in terms of even art, getting other people's perspectives is only going to help you enrich the quote unquote final version. So really it's about putting version one out there yes. with the knowledge that you are coming back to do version two later. Once you've confirmed that this is something you want to keep doing, that this is worth the effort to put version two out. Absolutely. That, that is something, a distinction that really helped me as a perfectionist to understand that I can come back and add to it later on. I can make it more perfect later on. All right. So if you want to go more in depth into how to properly uh, plan this approach, really get into these actual steps and we'll walk you through it. This is uh, part of our framework in the Shiny Squirrel Chasers Club, our membership. And so just a reminder that we have a really, really awesome deal that we're going to be announcing on Black Friday. So if this process intrigues you at all, I would encourage you to uh, keep an ear out for that offer coming up. And regardless, stay tuned tomorrow for the next step. So we're, we're going to get going with actually doing the doing here. So now that we've had your, your shiny idea, we've assessed it, we've planned it. Like now it's time to actually jump in and do the work, which I think is the step that most people get the most excited about. So see you tomorrow. Yeah,